Blog Talk Radio. Train's not able to make it at all? Nah, I just got an email from him. He sent a pick six in. He said okay. He's able to make it. So, um. Bam. All right. So, That's what I Yeah. Um, uh, DJ Max is supposed to be calling in from the Steve to the Max show to show that I've been uh, on a few times. And he, he wanted to call in and talk about why he believes the New York Giants still have a shot. Um, I said, oh, yeah. Yeah, please come on and talk about why the New York Giants still have a shot. Please, please do that. So we'll see if he actually uh, <laughs> does that or not. But um, but you know what what I you know what I want to start with since Train is not here, okay, I had something prepared for Doctor Train, but then he didn't he didn't show up. Okay, I did. I had something prepared for him, and but then he's not going to be on the show tonight. So um, you know, I, you know, I almost wish I had known sooner because I would have said to you guys, can we go? I hate nine o'clock. I ain't gonna lie. I hate nine o'clock. I hate nine. Like it's like like I'm getting old. Nine o'clock is like <laughs> yawn. You know what I'm saying? But we do nine because yeah, man. You know, but I mean, it is what it is. That's our brother. So, but anyway, you I, get them I, kids. I, to... What's that? When you get them kids, to be wanting to have it earlier too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Although sometimes though, you know, I mean, you know, everybody's different, but some of my best time when my kids were younger was after they went to bed. <laughs> that was some of the best time, you know, after they went to bed. But um, I know how to fix the Chicago Bears because now let's just let's just be honest. I don't know if you guys saw the game. I saw the game. Um, it was ugly. You know, sometimes they say the score doesn't <laughs> represent the game. No, nah, that score represented the game. It was ugly. And, and 
you know, it, I wish it was easier to go back and get clips to replay. It can be done. Obviously, I've done it, but it's a pain in the butt to do. But I wish it was easier because I would play the clip where I said, it's going to be a long night train. <laughs> um, and it was a long, it was a long day. But um, I can't not talk about the Bears just because train isn't here. Because the Cowboys didn't play. So we really, you know, other than talk about Dak, I guess we can get into Dak in a little bit. And, you know, Bears didn't play either, yeah. Yeah, and Steelers didn't play. Um, yeah, so, so we're going to talk about the Bears because they didn't play. They don't want to play in my team. And they got Molly Watts. And, you know, I'm not going to play the sad music. Well, I don't know. Maybe I won't. But I'm not going to play it yet. But I'm going to, I'm going to ask you two guys to comment on what I think would fix the Bears. Okay, and I, I, I do wish that Train was here, but hopefully Train will listen to the playback. And then next week, and I don't know who the Bears play this weekend, so um, I, I don't know. Um, but hopefully uh, he'll listen, and then next week he can comment on what I think. But the Bears look a mess. Um, Nagy, I guess, has COVID, and so – it appears that he's got a, he's got to uh, take two tests and test negative within 24 hours or something like that in order to to coach this weekend. So far, everyone that has been put on the COVID list that has needed to pass the two tests, no one has done it yet. So it's like they set an expectation that no one can meet. So it, it's you know fortunate that he probably won't be on the sideline this weekend because pretty clear he don't know what's up. Um, I felt bad for Justin Fields to a point. Um, mm. You know, I, I, I think some of it was not his fault, and some of it was. Okay? I mean, let's just be honest. You can't have five turnovers and say none of them are the quarterback's fault. I mean, I'm sorry. You, you can't. Yeah. Okay? You know, there, there's some decision-making that can happen that can mitigate some of, the, some of those turnovers, you know. Um, but here is my suggestion, Okay. Pay attention. It's, it's not complicated. It's not complicated. This year, this came to me as I was watching the game, and I said, well, we've all known and heard that Matt Nagy, you know, has been confused this year, um, you know, the decision on who to start, and then he finally succumbed to the pressure of starting Justin Fields. And who knows? Maybe, maybe that was the wrong choice. Maybe Justin needed more time. I don't know. He's not looking that great right now, but, okay, he's in he's starting. Play calling has, has not been strong. Um, the defense hasn't looked like the defense of old, largely because the offense has been totally inept. And Justin Fields just looked lost out there on Sunday. He just looked confused. He did not look prepared to play the Super Bowl champs. But I have a solution. I have the answer. First of all, Matt Nagy has to go. Okay? That's not revolutionary. You guys right now are saying, T, you made us wait all that time to tell us to get rid of Mac Nagy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, great. You know, why don't you tell us it's raining out in Connecticut? Because we got this big barista coming through. It's raining like cats and dogs outside. Um, and in case y'all ain't drinking, I am. I got a nice Coors Light. Got a little beer here. Hold on a second. Oh, God. I don't know if there's many beers that taste better cold than a Coors Light. But anyway. Here's the solution. You fire Matt Nagy, and then you go hire Jason Garrett to be your head coach. And the Bears' ship will be righted. I'm not saying they're going to win a Super Bowl. 
I'm not, I'm not saying that, you know, he's he Bill Belichick. I'm not saying that. But just think about this for a minute. First of all, Jason Garrett played in the NFL as a head coach. Okay? He was the backup to an all-time great. Okay? You can't say that Troy Aikman is on the Mount Rushmore quarterback, but you can't ever, you know, a guy that won three Super Bowls, that's not, that's not luck. Okay? That's, that's not – he, he brought something to the table to be able to win three Super Bowls, period. And he's also a great announcer. But three-time Super Bowl champ, Hall of Famer, back in the era where passing was not what it is today. And Jason Garrett sat behind Trey. Jason Garrett was offensive coordinator for Tony Romo. Jason Garrett drafted and developed Dak Prescott. Now, Troy Aikman, Tony Romo, Dak Prescott, all have been influenced in some way, shape, or another by Jason Garrett. Let's just call it like it is. Okay? And now you got Matt Nagy, who is clueless, and you have this rookie quarterback who we saw in college light it up. We all said, why are they talking about um, Trevor Lawrence and overlooking Justin Fields? Holy cow, you see this guy? And we ain't seen none of that, really, in the pros. Well, he doesn't have the right coach. He doesn't have the right system. Daniel Jones is not a very good quarterback. But anything that Daniel Jones is accomplishing is because of Jason Garrett. See that? Did anybody see the game against Carolina? Jason Garrett. And he understands the game. There'll be no distractions. There'll be no he's got a the guy coached the Dallas Cowboys for ten years. And you get to go coach the Chicago Bears. So you want to fix Justin Fields? And and you don't bring Jason Garrett in as offensive coordinator. You bring him in as head coach. And Justin Fields will become the best Justin Fields that he can be. And then you see what happens. If the defense then goes back to old because the offense is more potent, well, now the Bears are a contender. So that's my suggestion. Go out and get Jason Garrett. If you can do it now, if the NFL allows for it now, I don't know if, I don't know if you can hire a coach from another team during the season. I really don't know. Something tells me you probably can't. But if you could offer him a contract right now to make him the head coach, you go do it now. You, you don't do it like now. Nah, bring him in like Sunday. Something tells me you probably can't do that. But if you could, go get him. Go get him right away. Okay. JB, I'm curious as a Cowboy fan. You first, and then uh, K Star. Well, I certainly understand the connection. Um, you can't do much worse than what you got right now. So I think really anything that you got is an improvement. Um, the connection is there. I'm not sure if I would give him that much credit for everything that, that you've stated, but it's clear that Chicago needs an upgrade at the head coaching position, and we've seen that time and time again since. So um, who, gets the credit for, who gets the credit for Romo? Well, I mean, wasn't it uh, ourselves that picked Romo? Yeah, drafted him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, so I, I would give – Parcells for that. Um, wait, 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 wait. 
Parcells coached him for one year at starter. Yeah, and it wasn't even a full year. It was 10 games. He's on the roster. You you said yourself, Parcells picked him and brought him on. Right, but but he but he played – Garrett coached him for eight years. How <laughs> can you give Parcells the credit? Garrett coached him for eight years. Like <laughs> – I, I no, no I, I did not say give him all the credit. I said give him some. I never said give him all. I never said that. Well, we're um, not, well, 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 hold on. Let me just be clear. Well, I mean, well, 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 just well, address your point. Justin Fields has already been drafted. That's not an issue. We're not talking about drafting and selecting. We're talking about developing a quarterback. That's why, you know, I'm not talking about going out and drafting one and going through the draft and trying to pick one. That, that, that's already been done. We're talking about the development of a quarterback. And that's why I'm saying Jason Garrett. Um, like I said, I see the connection because of longevity. I mean, Garrett was with that organization for quite some time. So I, I get that part of it. I don't know if I would be willing to give Garrett that much credit for everything that's transpired between Romo and then between uh, handing the reins off to, to Prescott. But I remember watching Dad Prescott in, in college at um, Mississippi State. Did I believe he was going to be the quarterback that he is right now? No, I don't think anybody saw it coming. I thought he was going to be a good NFL quarterback, but not a great one. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with the, the fortitude of the individuals that, that they had on the team. I think when you, when you talk about the makeup of a Romo, you talk about the makeup of a Prescott, I, I think they would have done well even if they had been coached by someone else, to be honest with you. Do I give Garrett credit for their development? Yes, so much so that I would say uh, have him be the coach of the Bears to bring on fields. I'm not all the way there with that one. I, I just want is this Jason, like my brother Jason, who's saying don't give the head coach credit for developing the quarterback? I never start talking I, to the right person because I'm sitting here with my jaw on the ground. What the hell are you talking I about? Said, I never said the, the head coach does not get None of the credit. I'm saying I'm not willing to give him as much credit as you are. So who do you There's give a credit difference. to for the development of the quarterback on any team? Who do you give credit to? Partially the quarterback himself. Okay, so because... we have all agreed that Justin Fields has what it takes. And how's he doing right now? Not doing very well, is he? Well, no, but Peyton Manning sucked his um, uh, rookie year, too. And he turned out pretty good. I mean, there, we have seen plenty of so quarterbacks that have Justin struggled Fields for the first. Aikman. That's what no, we're doing. But, but I'm saying Aikman struggled, Manning struggled. We have seen many quarterbacks in their first year struggle. This is this is not something that's brand new that we've never <laughs> seen before. That's I, my point. I gotta be honest. This is this is this is bad, bro. I mean, uh, I put it like this: Justin Fields. We'll talk about him later. Um, from my perspective. It's not all Matt Nagy. I'm just going to tell you that right now. <laughs> I, I went back and watched that Cleveland game. It, this isn't all it's Matt not. Nagy. This is bad. And Matt Nagy's terrible. But it's it's at, first, at first, I was cool with that. Right. Yeah, at first, yeah. I was cool with that. But now, looking more of it, I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, it, yeah. it's a combination of many different things that we're seeing. Yeah. And, and nobody on this program is but, putting it all on Nagy. Nobody is. But we know he's. He has quite a bit to do with it because of the way he has managed the team as a whole, not just the quarterback. The way he has managed the team as a whole has been poor. Right. But I, I, I think you're bringing up, you know, 
you're bringing up uh, Peyton Manning. You're bringing up, like, I mean, uh, you know, and, and I think every, you know, Tom Brady, every one of these coaches benefited from having the having players, quarterbacks, benefited from having the right head coach. We've also seen, you know, RG3, and we've seen other, you know, first-round draft picks, number-one draft picks, not be with the right coach, and suffer. RG3 didn't even play anymore. And so, you know, and, and on this very show, we have said repeatedly how important it is to have the quarterback and a head coach combination work and make sense. This one is not working. It's just not working. Is it all nagging? No, of course it's not all. Justin Fields making some bad decisions, and but Maggie hasn't. Maggie has not demonstrated in this one game. I'm waiting for things to change up for Justin Fields to look at least like he has some control over the offense. And like, I saw nothing. Like some nothing. sort of competence player. Yeah, but yeah, that part yeah. of it. You need the head coach to be there. I mean, look at what Sean Payton has done. Look at, like, you need the right head coach to go in there. And, and I don't know, if I look around the NFL now, I'm not going to talk about current head coaches because it's hard, to, you know, they're doing a job. I'm looking at offensive coordinators, and I'm saying, who can they bring in that could actually right this ship? And Jason Garrett, you know, has done a great job helping to develop Tony Romo. He did a great job when Tony was hurt and that was fourth string and then ultimately became the starter and then stayed the starter throughout that year. And so I'm looking at, you know, where Dak developed. I looked at where Romo developed. These aren't Hall of Famers. These were, these two guys, I mean, Dak's story still to be written. So maybe he could be one day, but today I'd say no. You know, I don't look at him as a future Hall of Famer right now. Just no. But he's a good quarterback. And, you know, Justin Fields needs someone that's done it, that's been there, that is competent, that understands. That look that he had on his face sitting on the bench, that's what sold me when I saw that look. I said, that's a look from a guy who has no leadership, that is confused, he's floundering, and he can't get the right answer. He can't get the help he needs. And he's sitting there with nothing. And I'm sorry. Did you see Nagy over there talking to him? Did you see Nagy over there trying to, you know, help him get focused? And, nope. You know, the clapper, Jason Garrett? Well, maybe there was something to those, you know, clapping and, and all that player love that, you know, people used to give him. Hey, y'all really got to agree with me. That's cool. But, um, you know, let's, 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 well, let's, let's yeah. I don't think anybody's. I don't think anybody's disagreeing with you. I oh, just don't think. Anybody. I'm talking about you. Let's not go anybody. Look, that's, I'm talking, you're, you're, I'm you're talking about the folks on this show. I'm talking about the folks on this show. Yeah, but talk about K-Star will speak next. You talk about yourself. Well, then, then I will talk for myself. Saying that I completely disagree with you, I'm just not 100% in agreement. Because, like I said before. I believe that with Nagy, I think that's a foregone conclusion. Obviously, he is one of the main individuals in that organization that's not doing him any justice at all. Um, do I think Garrett can do a better job? I do believe he can do a better job. 
Um, do I think there's possible other uh, candidates out there? I look at a Joe Lombardi, the OC with the Chargers, and, and the development that he's doing with, with Herbert. Granted, he's got uh, probably a little bit better tools to work with him, but obviously he's doing a fantastic bit job for the, the year and change that he's done. You said a little bit better tools? <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's obvious he's got better tools, but it's also obvious the 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 skill set that he brings and what he's been able to do with, with, with Herbert so far. So, I mean, bottom line is this. You, you take Garrett, you take Lombardi, you take take Bianami from the Chiefs. I think any one of those yeah. individuals can do a better job. Bianami's a good one. I, I, I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to try, the Chargers guy doesn't do anything good. Bianami's a good one. I, I, I get behind that. Yeah, I think the enemy. Yeah, I think the enemy is oh, good too. I would absolutely co-sign that one 100%. That one, I, right. honestly, so, I would actually say he might even be a better pick. I, I like Garrett having been a head coach before. I think that matters when you go into a Chicago. I just think that matters. But I like the enemy. I like him a lot. And I think the enemy could do a good job as well. I, I can't, I, I got nothing against that one. I don't know about the Chargers Lombardi. I'm sorry. But the enemy, oh, absolutely. I think he would do a good job. Right. Right. I mean, and, and really just to, to sum it up, because I know, okay, so you probably want to get on this too some more. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I just think on a one to 10 scale, 10 being I'm lockstep with you, I'm more like an eight. I can see where you're going. I see the, the connections. I understand your thought process. I wouldn't have a problem with that. Am I lockstep with what you're saying? Not quite, because I think, in my opinion, it's a little bit too much credit given to Garrett for the, the, the players that he's developed under his, Tutelage. I think some of it goes more to the players than, than what's probably been given. But I understand where you're going, and I do agree. I'm just not all the way with you. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and and and, and I I think I mean don't take this the wrong way, but I never said he did. He, he's 100 percent responsible. I, I'm saying as the as their head coach, this is what he was able to do, and his right, right. role in developing these two guys. I think would make him an ideal fit. Obviously, you know, Wade Wilson was quarterback coach before he, I think he passed away. I think Wade Wilson passed away. He, but, did. Um, he did. He was quarterback coach, you know. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, Kellen Moore was quarterback coach, offensive coordinator, you know. Uh, so I, I get that there were other people involved, and, I, and I'm not saying Jason Garrett gets 100% of the credit, and the other coaching staff gets nothing. Will McClay, none of these guys get anything. Um you know, the, uh, the player is nothing. Obviously, the player has a lot to do with it. But we've all agreed that Justin Fields coming in has, you know, a, a high ceiling. And so I'm looking at guys that could tap into that high ceiling. And frankly, you know, especially with Dak, I, I would really give – I mean, Garrett was the one. This is Garrett's system that's still being used in Dallas that Kellen Moore is implementing. This is Garrett's system. And Mike McCarthy, to his credit, didn't tamper with that. He saw the relationship between um, Kellen Moore and Dak Prescott and said, you know what? This is working. We've got other areas we need to focus in on. If it, if it breaks, I'll, I'll, I'll step in because we know McCarthy's got some strong quarterback experience himself. But he was smart enough not to mess with it, which to me just even shows even more the impact that Garrett had on that team at the quarterback position. But I can't argue the enemy at all. Like, I would say I would give Garrett, 
I would go 5149 Garrett coaching experience, which I think is really, really important. But beyond that, the enemies would be a, a great person for them to bring in and, um, you know, put Justin Fields under his wing. Um, okay, I, think, so. I think we all agree, though, that definitely, there definitely needs to be an offensive minor link head coach and job that can help, or head coach um, that can that can try and, and uh, get Justin Fields going. I mean, even Kellen Moore could make sense, too. I throw him in the hat. Like the enemy don't you do that. Like your, don't, don't you think the case started? I, I, you know, you guys are just talking about Kellen Moore. Like, they're already talking about no. he's gone after this year, bro. I know. They're already, yeah, I, I, they're already <laughs> I know. I was thinking that as soon as you mentioned Kellen Moore, I was like, hmm, what a great candidate. For don't, the same don't, position. don't jinx it, K-Star, because they tried to do the same <laughs> thing with Garrett, and, and, and Jerry yeah. Jones kept him around long enough to make him the head coach. So don't jinx us again. Yeah, you know, yeah. another good candidate could even be Josh Josh McDaniels. Those, that nah, definitely, that's not a guy that. like Garrett. That's, about that. Yeah. You remember when Josh yeah, McDaniels left the Patriots? Team. But you remember when he left the Patriots? Oh, yeah. I don't remember where he went. I just remember yeah. he bombed. He, he, went he, to, went uh, he went to Denver. It was the Colts. He went to Denver. Was, yeah, but it was the yeah, Colts. Yeah, he almost went to the Colts. Colts. Almost went to the Colts. Right, And uh, exactly. the Patriots gave him a massive contract to keep him. No, but yeah. oh, that's not exactly how it went. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, he was about to sign, wasn't it? With the coach, he was about to sign, and at the last yeah, minute, and the Patriots, are, and the Patriots came up with a massive offer last second to keep him. But didn't he leave? But, but, yes, I thought he, he literally like, left. It, and, he was about to. Yes, no, he was already out the door because that's why he, yeah, he literally shafted the coach because he had yeah. at, at the very he least for the him, big... he had he had all the agreements done with the exception of yep. I think signing on the dotted line. He had everything done except for that. And then at the last Yeah, that's the point he was looking. Nah, I'm gonna say. Yep. Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, I mean the point is I think we all agree though, like he definitely needs someone like that. A, a great uh offensive mind to help lead him into and coach him through it because um man. He coached them before it, uh, he coached the Broncos for one year. Well, yeah, Josh I remember. Games. Unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, it's the year that yeah. fucking beat us in yeah. the goddamn playoffs, and we all have a soundbite. Yeah. And then he went back. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> but it went back. Oh. Yeah. And then he went back. But yeah, he definitely needs up- yeah, yeah, definitely needs an upgrade. At, uh, definitely needs upgrade head coach to get uh, because you know you invested in in fields. You gotta get him going because um, right now it's not looking good. I'll leave it at that. So, so don't- well, let me jump in and ask this question to the both of you. And, and this is probably more for training. Too bad he's not here to answer because this is his team. He would know more in depth than we would. But Man, fuck Trey. He ain't here. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, Dr. Trey. Okay, guys. <laughs> Bill, <Lazor's, laughs> Bill Lazor is the OC for the Bears. I don't know enough about him to wonder if he would be a better fit jumping into the head coaching role and then finding someone else that has a mindset like his to be the OC. Because I think we all, again, agree that Nagy has to go. That's the easy part. The hard part is who's going to replace him. And I hear what you're both saying, and you need someone with an offensive mindset. But do you need someone with an offensive mindset to be the head coach or just someone that clearly can direct Fields and this offense and have them be the OC to have someone else be the head coach? My, my, My opinion is the problem is so deep. The offense is in bad shape. You need you need a head coach that is offensive minded. Um, you can keep Laser if he's if he's the man for the job as OC. You can keep him, but he needs someone to direct him, and the offense needs someone 
that can write the ship, in my opinion. Now, again, Train may come in and Train's probably going to be mad that he's missing this conversation. Oh, well. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> but I think you need to bring in an offensive-minded coach because we've seen this defense placed out. So, you know, I don't know that, you know, if you bring in a – we've seen this. We've seen this in Dallas. You bring in a better offense and the, and the defense is not on the field as long, they automatically – this defense to me is – is challenged because they're on the field because offense ain't doing anything. And I don't care who you are. Yes. You can only We've seen so the Bears much. defense play well. Absolutely. We've seen the Bears defense play well this year when they actually, you know, aren't on the field for like 90% of the game, you know. Right. At this point. Right. But, but I think – To do to fatigue. I think about the Bears history. I remember when Tressman was the head coach, and he was offensive-minded. And I know I think that's probably when they had Cutler, so maybe that dilutes the whole thing. But – uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, but, see, I don't know, and, and that, I'm bringing that up because do you necessarily have to have someone that's offensive-minded or someone that might be more balanced? The defense doesn't need help, obviously, but if you have someone that's balanced, can see both of it and can manage the game, that's really where I'm coming from. Having yeah, someone that can I think the game. depends on who the coach is. I, I right. Yeah, yeah, I think that's, it, that's where I'm going, I'm, and that's why I'm asking do we necessarily need someone that is offensive-minded if, if Laser is the OC that can handle it? Or, or do you go well, with someone more balanced that can manage the game as a whole? Because it doesn't seem like now you can even do that as a, a head coach. Depends, depends who you can land. I think, I think in order to land the enemy, Garrett, in order to land um, Kellen Moore, you, you've got to give him a head coaching job. Otherwise, it's just not – any benefit to them probably leaving where they are, you know? So I think it's, it's uh, more likely that they would have to offer up a head coaching position to one of those guys if they're trying to get one of those guys. If that's and, and I, and candidates. I, I wonder if they, I'm watching the Cincinnati Baltimore game and I'm wondering if this was called a touchdown because it should have um, I, I think you also, yeah, it was okay. That's a good catch. Um, I think you also have to show your, you know, first-round draft pick, your franchise, your commitment. And bringing in someone that's known for offense, that's known for, you know, relationships with quarterbacks, sends a message that we are committed in you. And now, obviously, you're not going to bring in just anybody. That's why I'm picking a Garrett who, okay, you know, there's mixed reviews on what Garrett did. But I think Garrett – I look at Garrett and I think about Andy Reid. I think about Andy Reid over in Philly. And Andy Reid went to five NFC Championship games, one Super Bowl, and lost. Okay? And he comes over to Kansas City, and oh, my God, you know, back-to-back Super Bowls, one and one, you know, uh, um, had Alex Smith. Multiple division titles. Multiple division titles. I mean, okay, this year they're not looking very good, but we've got a long season to go, so let's see what happens. But look at what he did on his second opportunity. And and so I'm saying – you know, okay, let's see what Garrett does with his second opportunity. I think the enemy with his, you know, that's why Kansas City's paying the enemy top dollar. They don't want to lose him because of what he brings to the table. So I think making that commitment, you got a guy like Garrett who coached the, the you know, face of the, of, of the NFL, the Dallas Cowboys. You got the enemy who's probably one of the most respected offensive coordinators in the game. So I, I think depending on the, the OC that you go get, you're sending a message. Even Josh McDaniels, if you're able to, to get him and that was your choice, you're sending a message to your 
first-round draft pick, and we are committed to giving you everything you need to be successful. That's why I would do, I would go offense versus a special teams coach like Joe Judge or a defensive specialist. I don't think you need that. I think you do need someone that can really rip this offense apart and then put it back together and then make some decisions. And I'm saying I don't think Bill Lazor is the issue. But I don't know what Train would say. He knows the team better than I do. So I don't know. Maybe he is part of the problem. I don't know. You know what? We might find out this weekend. Right? And right. The Bears, are, Bears aren't on a bye week. So, you know, no Matt Nagy calling plays. And if Justin Fields goes out and throws for four touchdowns, 375 yards, and a win, <laughs> then I'll probably come back next week and be like, okay, fuck what I said last week, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, just saying. Yep. Okay. Um, all right, cool. That was a good talk. Um, what do we got next? Let's see. Uh, will Dak play? Uh, yes. I, I just get disgusted at, you know, watching all the coverage. And I think it was, I don't remember who it was, but somebody on one of the shows said, sit him for one week. And I think it was, I think it was, um, I think it was first take. And they were talking well, about sitting him, <laughs> sitting him for a week um, just to play it safe, you know, because why bring him back and then risk losing him for multiple games, sit him one extra week, and, you know, be sure that you have for the rest of the season. And then someone said, and it might have been Ryan Clark saying to Jeff Saturday, would you say that if you were playing and it was Peyton Manning? And, of course, he said no. He goes, but I'm not playing. I'm an analyst now. We're <laughs> like – no, you, if your quarterback can play, you play him. You don't sit him. You play him. We, 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 there are no gimme games in the NFL. There's no, you know, there, you play him. And so, but everything that I'm reading everywhere says that he's going to play. That it was not a, a serious injury. He, you know, the bye week came at the perfect time. He even said that if they had to play Sunday, he would have played. He said that from the get-go. But it was good they had a week off. So, Everybody out there, just relax. He's going to play, and and it promises to be a really good game against Minnesota Sunday night in Minnesota, Halloween night. Um, should be a really good game. That's going to play. Period. End discussion. We don't even we don't even, we don't even need to get too much of that. Um, I am curious what you guys think about the whole. I was very intrigued for some reason about the Tom Brady touchdown, 600 touchdown pass, Mike Evans. That whole thing really intrigued me. You guys know about this, I take it, right? Yep. Yep. Hey, sir. Okay. So, I mean, I don't know. Do you you think think the guy is getting enough? Do you think? (laughs) I mean, for some reason, I'm sitting there like, I don't know. I'll be honest. I'm like, I, I, I think, I mean, you know, Tom Brady retires. This football, this football is probably already in the Hall of Fame. Okay, because the likelihood oh, yeah. of him hitting Fucking 700. The 600 touchdown. That yeah, shit never, never been, been done before. <laughs> never been done before. Right. Okay, not, that, that's like one of one. not Peyton Manning. Right? Like, all these, these superstar quarterbacks. None, not ever been done before. The guy has the ball. And even Brady said, as soon as he gave the ball away, he gave up his leverage. Now, to exactly. be clear, from what I understand, He's got season tickets for the rest of the year and all of next season. 
He's got a $1,000 store credit to buy stuff from the team store. He got a signed Tom Brady jersey, and Brady gave him a Bitcoin that's supposed to be worth somewhere around $60,000, $65,000. That's what I heard that he got. I, 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 think, I think the Bucks are getting off easy. Hell yeah, they're getting off easy. Talk about pennies on the damn dollar? Hell yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I, I would have been talking about, um, you know, uh, uh, lifetime yep. lifetime tickets in a suite. You know, you find me a suite, and it's my suite until I die. <laughs> That's my suite. You can change the name of it, and you can just call it the good fan suite because I'm giving you this ball back. Like, I, I would have played hardball. <laughs> you want this ball? And it ain't my fault Mike Evans gave it to me. I understand how right. important it is, but, you know, hold up a second because – if I kept this ball and I went out there to sell it, what do you think I'd get? Now y'all want it back for some tickets and a jersey? <laughs> no, nah, hell no. You know what? We're always talking about sports and trades within sports and, and, and getting similar value back, especially with, with uh, basketball because you got the contract, so it's all got to equal out. Well, if we all know that this football as it stands currently is worth five hundred grand and is only going to go up, you need to give me the value of what's going to equate to 500 grand. Got some kids that need to go through school. Got some things that need to be paid off where it is going to amount to some, somewhere close to 500 grand to make it an even balance. $65,000 Bitcoin and, and season tickets for the rest of the year and, and next year and, and $1,000 for, uh, for, for teams. So the, the, the $1,000 coming right back to the Tampa Bay organization anyway. So you can't right. even count that to begin with. So when you look at what he's supposedly getting versus what the current value of that football is, man, it's not even close. Autograph jerseys and all that's going to equate to 500. Hell no. It may be 100 total when you factor in the jersey and, and, the, and the Bitcoin and, and all that, maybe 100 grand. But you're still 20% off of what the 20% of the value of what that damn football were. Hell no. Hell no, I wouldn't settle for that. Okay, so are you agree or are you that are you that guy that's like, well guys, you gotta do what's right. <laughs> well, you know, what's right is getting value for market value for the ball, right? In my opinion. Uh he didn't do that. I'm not Hell mad no. at the guy, it's his choice. He's not mad at him, it's not his choice, but I would have done it differently, that's for sure. Um, yep. I mean, it's cool. He got a, it's cool. He got a Bitcoin. You know, that could actually pay out dividends for a long time. Keeps growing, but like, you know, he could have got five hundred thousand, but like, I don't know, quick man, it was like five, almost, you know, more Bitcoin than that. You know what I mean? Like, it's so it's just yeah. one of those things where he, uh, where he just kind of fumbled the bag. You know, pulled, kind of pulled the Dennis Schroeder a little bit, yeah. and. Uh, <laughs> I have a prediction that there's going to be pressure um, yeah, me too. for them to do more and they're going to have to step up and do more. We're going to hear that. And they, should. they should. And they should. They should. The organization should. Or you know what? Brady should. Brady, <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? You know, you give them a bit Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but I think we're going to hear more. I think there's going to be more that comes out of this. I have a feeling Brady's going to hook him up. Apparently, Brady's going to get him a Bitcoin. I feel like he's going to hook him up even more, but yeah, I hope he does. Yeah. 
Brady gave him a bit a bit of fun. Can I get one? Can I get one? Can I get one? All right. Brady got the real deal. He got that bullshit that everybody else gets. You know, he got that. He got that. He got the real deal Bitcoin. Just saying. Um, all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, you know, um, I was I, I for some reason I wanted to hear this, and I think it's because what did I do with it? Oh my god. Oh, here it is. I wanted to hear this because we are playing the Vikings this weekend. You like that? You like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my favorite clips. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, 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 Healthy, 
Um, but their defense is going to be an issue for them, I think, all, all season because this really isn't about injuries. It's just about them just not being able to make any plays on the field right now. Um, this should, should have one of the best offenses all year. This still, I think, will have a dominant offense going forward, but um, I think this is a team that likely still makes the playoffs, personally. I would, if I were a betting man and I am, I would, I would still bet that they make the playoffs. Uh, but I'm not sure about Super Bowl contenders. They, they're not Super Bowl contenders, in my opinion, with that, with that defense playing as it is right now. Is he um, a, a little bit. Um, okay. The one thing that, that seems to stand out to me, I don't know if y'all will agree with this, but it seems as though ever since the Super Bowl, they have not looked the same at all. Even in their wins, they just don't look like the Chiefs that we saw that were dominating in prior years. And I don't know if it's um, the offensive line itself and, and the makeshift having them have to completely redo it and they're all trying to sync up or, or – a combination of that and, and their defense. Maybe it's just in the trenches, offensive line, defensive line. Neither one can, can get it going. Then you couple the turnovers yep. on offense, puts more even pressure on the defense too. Uh, but they just, as a whole, like mentally, they're just not there. And, and that's the one takeaway that, that I've been seeing throughout the, the course of the season so far. They just don't look like the same team. So... You know, several years ago, we had the Four Horsemen, and it was Tom Brady, it was Aaron Rodgers, it was Drew Brees, and it was Peyton Manning. You know, I remember that. That was our original Four Horsemen. And then we, we altered it as, you know. Um, Big Ben got in there, yeah. We, we threw Big Ben in there, um, mm-hmm. you know. But, but our original Four Horsemen. And... Part of what made those guys the four horsemen was their ability to play at an incredibly high level for so long, regardless of the adversity that they face. Um, obviously, Ben, but at this point, if, if we did a four horsemen, Ben would not be a part of it. Sorry, K-Star, but... Yep. Ben, so just, like, ben, just like Peyton wasn't his last year for us. Right. Um, but, but, but did win a Super Bowl. I mean, he, he, he wasn't yeah, he in did. the hole, but he had enough to go in there and replace the other guy and, you know, still had enough yep. left to win a Super Bowl. But um, it shows how hard it is to play at that level for that long, especially to do what Tom Brady has done. Like, I, I, I mean, we may never see that again ever in the history of football, like ever, right? Um you know, you look at you look at basketball, and you look at a LeBron James who's in his 19th season, and is a top five player in his 19th season, and and some still think he's the best in the game. You know, some say it's Giannis, some say it's KD, um, but he's in the conversation after 19 seasons. You don't see that. You don't see guys. I mean, Michael Jordan didn't even do that, right? Um, you know, Jordan at 38 you know, didn't look like what I imagined. I mean, LeBron's about to be 37. So, I mean, Jordan at 38 did not look like he was one year away from where LeBron is right now. Not at all, right? So, I mean, and Jordan's still a GOAT, but, you know, because I think Jordan's peak was higher than all of these guys. But my point is, you know, Patrick Mahomes was considered, is considered top, one of the top players in the game 
you know, MVP, Super Bowl champion, very talented, can make, you know, throws that maybe only Aaron Rodgers uh, we've seen make. Mm-hmm. But we've seen Aaron Rodgers do this, you know, for 14 years. And defenses adjust. I will remind you guys of Chip Kelly and K-Star talking about the genius that Chip Kelly was and me saying, okay, let's see how long that lasts. And it didn't last very long, right? Because Chip Kelly did that hurry-up offense, and he did all that gimmicky stuff. And so for one year, he had some success, but then the next year, the NFL caught up with him. Now he's back in college somewhere doing whatever the hell he's doing. Um, And I think what we're seeing, as I see a Patrick Mahomes commercial, literally, um, is that it is no, no, it's it's no, it's not. It's ear, earpiece. Yeah, okay. There you go. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Rule the quiet. Um, and he's still great. Let, let me not let me not come across as saying that he's not great, but he has not adjusted fast enough. The defenses have not caught up to him because yes, Kansas City defense is terrible. There's no way around it. But you mean to tell me that Aaron Rodgers didn't have bad defenses? Because <laughs> we know he did. You know, the year that they won the Super Bowl, 17 players on IR, right? So, I mean, if you're that guy, you're still able to be competitive, even if your defense is lax. And not this year, that really hasn't been the case. Not like we would expect from a superstar, an MVP, a face of the league, a guy of his caliber. Now, will, he re- will they fix it? I think they will. Um, I'm not looking forward to playing them later in the year. I think you know, depending on where things are at, you know, that, that's a, a losable game for Dallas. I think Kansas City can bring it, and I think they will. I think they will right the ship. But right now, after seven games, I think a lot of this falls on Patrick Mahomes. I think he's trying to do too much. I think he needs to get back into the film room and see what they're doing. And because the pressure is getting to him, he's not feeling it like he used to. He's not getting out of the pocket like he used to. He's making some really bad throws some bad reads. So some of this definitely falling on him. And he's got to go back to the drawing board with the enemy, with reads and whoever else, and, and, and fix it. Because I don't know how much they're going to be able to do on that defense. Like, I really don't know. Because the defense is terrible. It's terrible. So Mahomes has got to – I mean, this is the time now. You're making all that money. Highest paid quarterback in the NFL, as far as I remember. Biggest contract ever. Like five hundred thousand, five hundred million dollars, or some crazy amount of money. Now it's time to earn it, bro. This is time. Let's see what you got. That's what the great ones do. That's all I'm saying. Uh, response to coming back custom farm on a dangerous at the time is a potential candidate for you. Oh, <laughs> that was funny. I don't have time for that. Oh my god. That's a joke to me. I have one of the best jobs in all of professional sports, why would I have any interest in coaching college football? That will be the last time I address it, not only today, but moving forward. Never say never, but never. <laughs> I, <agree. laughs> I yeah, remember somewhere else. But I, love, I love the guy. I love the guy. Yeah, he's Did you hear the rest of that, though? Did you see the rest of that? No, that's all they, they quote? showed. Yeah. He, he asked, he, at the end of it, he was clearly upset, and he should be. And then I get like, I don't see you guys asking Sean Payton or any of these sort of questions. Thank you. Mm. 
Yeah, but I wonder why Carson Palmer said that. I mean, we know Carson Palmer. Did he play at USC? Like, he yeah. His alma mater? So, yeah, that's so, where he yeah. – that's his alma mater. I don't – Yeah. I wonder why. I wonder – you know, sometimes you just wonder if, there, if there's more behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Not that – not saying he's gonna, it's going to happen. But just wonder if they made a call. Yeah, I, I believe yeah. I do believe Tomlin. I, it's possible that maybe they like approached Tomlin, but I, I believe that that's just not going to happen. He was yeah, like, why would you deal USC? Yeah, to the fucking USC. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially when we know Urban Meyer is going to take that job. Anyway, um, R- right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I'll piss all that. I, I just I just want to make a comment. If you guys want to expand on it, great, but. I think we're all sleeping on Cincinnati. You talked. We talked about yeah. dark horses last week, um, and I, I think Cincinnati. And it's funny that it's the game that's on right now. But Cincinnati, Molly Baltimore, which was considered, you know, Man. you know, Man. between Baltimore and and Buffalo, like the class of the AFC, and Cincinnati, who has been the joke of your division, your division, K Star, yeah. for so for so many years. Um, but now, you know, with, uh, what's his name? Burrow and, uh, yep. Chase. So Burrow and Jamar Chase. Yeah. They're looking like, you know, world beaters. I've been a number one seed. Like if the playoffs started tomorrow, wouldn't Cincinnati be the number one seed? In the, uh, AFC. AFC on the, um, AFC in the conference. Let's National take a conference. Look. Let me see. Let's take a look. Playoff picture. I, I yeah. Actually, yeah. It would be. It yeah, would. Yeah. Jesus. What the fuck? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Crazy. Yeah, I had this. I had this ready to go because of. Um, I guess he's not calling it. I sent him a message, so whatever. Um, DJ Max and his statement that um, <laughs> the Giants still have a chance. <laughs> it's not a shot. Um, a couple of people on that thread that was on Facebook. I'm like. Like, okay, uh, I mean, just real quick on that. Mathematically, they have a shot. But if you look at it from a football standpoint, right, we don't mm. have a crystal ball. From a football standpoint, there's no way that anyone can believe that. Now, could they go on a run? Absolutely. But so could Detroit. I mean, if we're going to use that logic, so could Detroit, right? Oh, speak to the devil. This might be him now. About time. About time. DJ Max, welcome to the Mad Voice. We were just about to What's get What's going day. on? Did I did I catch what you were talking? We, we were talking yeah. about just the other. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, so. I was just I was like, well, I guess he ain't calling in, but I'm about to address it anyway. And then I looked up and you were there. So would you like to there you explain go. yourself? We don't have Doctor Train, by the way. We do have JB and we do have K Star and everybody. This is DJ Max from the Steve to the Max show coming on to uh, explain himself that he posted that. The Giants at two and five still have a shot. Uh, <laughs> 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 now, can I can I just explain this whole story to me? It, 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 there was maybe you know like when you text something and you write something, things get taken out of context. Okay. Yes, sir. What I meant to what, what I meant to say was like I call the NF. Now this is my division. This my team is in this division. I call the NFC East the NFC least, okay, and it's because it hasn't been it hasn't been a dominant it hasn't been a dominant it hasn't been a dominant division in a while. You know what I mean? And it's like 
Right. La- last year you had an under 500 team in yeah. the division, correct? You sure did. The, yes, the, Washington, the Washington team, they only won seven Washington games. Washington football team, yes. Yes, yes. And then um, I said was like, you know, seven games, I mean, that boost, you know, that may even win the division. But I, what I'm saying, what, what I'm trying to say was that, you know, anything could happen any given Sunday, T, any given Sunday. Anything could so, happen. I, so I get it. That, you gotta, you have, you gotta have multiple. Gotta have multiple Sundays, right. though. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And, and, with that, <laughs> exactly. and with that logic, Detroit can come back and, and exactly. All right. So, so, and the Dolphins too. You might as well throw. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, right. Yeah. If I can, if I can, for, for one minute, if I can compare my baseball team, which is the Mets, to your Cowboys, this is what I'm going to say. They. You've had this bad luck streak. Like, aren't you like snake bitten? Like, okay, it's too good to be true. Like, you're starting off good. You're starting off great, and then toward the end, the wheels come off. No, we're not snake bitten. We 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 hit a ton of success early under Tom Landry and then under Jimmy Johnson, and right, correct. the Patriots hit a ton of failure, and so the shoe flipped. Right. So I mean, you know, you're not going to win it every year. We got all our Super Bowls early. We got five and had eight appearances before most teams other than the Steelers. You know, the, the Steelers were the only team even in the conversation. They had four, the, the 49ers had four, and everybody else was like at one and two. So the Cowboys, by the time the early 90s hit, had eight Super Bowl appearances. So now, 25 years later, it doesn't look like a daunting accomplishment because they haven't done anything in 25 years. But everything evens out. Now the Patriots went on their run for 20 years. Now they're floundering again. And now other teams right. are starting to step up. But, no, we're not snake bitten. It's just everything everything levels off. Everything evens out in time. But aren't you, like, a little – like, you saw how many quarterbacks went down this past Sunday. Now, isn't there – like I'm not jinxing your quarterback, but isn't there, like, you have that thing that, like, oh, please, I hope this doesn't happen in this division or this happens with any of You're our quarterbacks. Left. We lost them last year. I mean, I, you know, you, you don't live in that space of worrying about that. We lost them last year. We had a shitty year. Your quarterback played right. our team, got a concussion, and the, yep. the word originally was he was going to be out and then played and came back the next week. So, right? So, we, 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 we don't know what we don't know. Right. So, I try to work off of what we do know until that right. information changes. So, right now, right. the Cowboys are 5-1. and one and they're playing some of the best football in the NFL. And because it doesn't appear that there's going to be a wild card coming out of the NFC least, right? right. So in right. order for anyone in our division to get in, they got to win the division. So when you right. say they have a shot, oh, yeah, mathematically, they have a shot. Yeah. There's still um, plenty of so football do, to be played. But so, yeah. but, so, <laughs> but so do the Lions. That's all I'm saying. So, you know, and, and Sebastian and I have a history. Um, yeah. Until he unfriended me because. I was one of the guys, like, I don't care that you had a big radio show on WCCC or whatever the station was. Like, I don't care. Oh, yeah. You don't mean yeah, I don't care who you are. Like, you don't mean anything to me. Um, you know, but he thought that he could just, you know, be like he was to you. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but that, that, I was like he was, I mean, yeah. I'm like, uh, are you delusional? Like, you know, when you're saying I was delusional, I wasn't saying that, okay, the Giants are going to run away with this division. I'm saying that. You know, you could win this division being an under 500 team. I mean, right not right now because you guys are five and one. I get that. Right. Like yeah. any, like I said, it takes multiple Sundays, and it's going to take a lot and, of Sundays. And see, but, you you make a a level of 
level of sense once you explain it. But then you get someone like Gene. You know Gene. Gene Mr. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know that's yes. Chuck's cousin, right? Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, who yeah. is not a, he, yes. he is not a reasonable Giants fan. Because what you right. saw what I posted, right? I said yeah. if, I, if the shoe was reversed and the Giants right. were 5-1 and one, and the Cowboys were 2-5, and five, and I said the Cowboys still got a shot, how would you react? And he said, oh, so your team still sucks. <laughs> that's not exactly what he said, but, you know, that's kind of what he said. See, I, re- yeah, I, respect, I respect you, old Dallas. I'm not saying I'm not calling you old, but you, you, you okay. diehard you Dallas fan. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like when I go up to these Dallas fans and I'm like, oh, you remember Danny White? And they're like, who? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but what I'm saying Danny is White, like, top yeah. five quarterback to ever play for the Dallas Cowboys. Top five. Right. When you say, when you say, if you go up to a Cowboy, you see a guy with a Cowboy shirt, and he's like, I'm a Cowboy fan. Say up to him, he's like, what do you think about Danny White? And they like, huh? What? Who? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think they only yeah, go far back in. Parsons wearing his number. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, oh, well, well, who's your team, and, sir? And, and, I'm sorry. Who's your team? The, the other guy yeah, here? Yeah, I'm Oh, your Cowboy team? Yeah, that's my brother. Oh, my yeah. Brother. Okay. And my, my team, my team speaking from KSRP half, third person here, uh, it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. And, and I told you, and I told you, Max, KSR is a former Madden, Madden Nation champion, by the way. You can gotcha. Google him. He was on uh, – what, I don't know, season four or whatever on ESPN. Yeah. He, he doesn't, he doesn't yeah. look like that now. He looks like a young, like, goth kid or something. Like, he, I mean, he really looks kind of terrible. Um, he actually looks like, like a decent person now. He looks like normal. Like, but, but you know, but on, on the show, he look, he, honestly, uh, he doesn't look anything yeah. like that now. Like, he lost a lot of weight. But, he, actually, uh, like, he actually, like, brushes his teeth now. Like, it's amazing what happens <laughs> when, you know, when you do things like like brush your teeth. It's like holy shit. <laughs> so who do you who do you guys playing this week, next weekend? I'm sorry. The so Cowboys. Night, they have? We we have the Vikings in Minnesota on Halloween. Nice. We okay. Now we got Kansas, we got Kansas City on a Monday night. You know Oof. you're getting Kansas City. Either we could say at a good time because they're floundering, or you might be getting them at the worst time because they're pissed. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't know which team you're gonna get, but if you guys play them like you played Carolina, you're gonna be in that game. Because right. y'all came out with some shit against Carolina. I kept waiting for, you know, I kept waiting for Daniel Jones to show me, you know, Eli Manning, and he actually played pretty good. <laughs> no, he said you know, he gave he, you old Del Beckham. <laughs> yeah, he did. I was like, I'm like, I'm waiting, and every time I turn around, he got scored again, and I was like, okay, I could, you know. I'm like, oh, here we go, another one-handed catch meme. <laughs> yeah, 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 that was, yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Yeah. Hey, hey, Casey, who yeah. the Steelers got this weekend? Uh, the Steelers. We're playing the Browns. Uh, mm-hmm. That's gonna be an interesting game. Yeah. We're on, or no, we're actually on the road, unfortunately. Well, yeah, we're but the Browns are at Cleveland. The Browns are uh, without the starting quarterback now. He's out, right? Yeah, but Keenum, Case Keenum played last game. He looked pretty good. Officially, Baker's questionable, but I think it's probably more on the unlikely side of playing. He's, uh, he's not playing. He's got that fresh um, upper. Can we, can we just say that everybody's fantasy team, is they're scrambling right now to get these players because <laughs> everybody's out, you know? It's like your, uh, your fantasy yeah, teams are like, yeah. 
It's yeah, crazy. Like this past request. weekend. Yeah, I yeah. already went into my waivers because I'm like, oh shit, yeah, yeah, everybody's talking. <laughs> everybody's it's some bullshit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So hey, so, all right, but hey, I, so I just before you go, go ahead. Before you yeah. go, do you have one dad joke for us? No, I don't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Twice no, in a row. Twice in a row. <laughs> you know what I mean? Twice I don't have row. one. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. Definitely. But I just wanted to come Next on. Next time you and, come and on, you bring, a, you bring a dad joke. Next time, bring a dad joke. I will. I will. Okay. And I hope to see you back we actually, on the season tonight. <laughs> we, demand, we, may, we demand a dad joke upon your entry when you first call before okay. we get to the bad giant stage. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I just had to I just had to clear the air about what was said earlier and then I know Big T I said, you know, you said that was a great marketing tool. I was like, tune in and I'll clear the I'll clear the air. Yeah, Remember? yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, listen. Y'all can learn from it, especially UK star who likes to have football debates on the internet instead of saying, Come on to Mac Boys and I'll debate you because that's what Mac did. Mac said, Well tune in to the show to hear why. Okay. Yep. So yep. Hey, you can learn from him. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah. Good job. Good job. All right, fellas. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate your time. That was great. Um, but I'll All be right. back. Good having you. Good having you. All Looking right. forward to having you again. Ladies and gentlemen, DJ Max from the Season of the Max Thank Show. Thank you. Check him out right. on Facebook. <laughs>
to uh, let's go to uh, K Star. Are you ready? Are you prepared? Do you have a bona fide bona front for us? Sure, I do. Sure, fucking do. All right, come on with it, bro. All right, I'm gonna start. I'll I'm going to start with the bone of front, actually. Um, I didn't want to elaborate on too much earlier, but, uh, you know, it feels bad. It feels dirty doing this without training here. But, um, guys, Dustin Fields is going on the bone of front list. Um, oh, guys, wait, this wait, is... Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This deserves... <laughs> hold on. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, true. But I've seen enough Justin Fields, maybe for my lifetime. And the way he stands there and the face of pressure, like a sad statue. He's deer in headlines. You know, he got sacked nine times first the Cleveland Browns. We all thought it was Matt Nagy. But when we Look at it closely. A lot of it is Justin Fields just not getting the ball out to receivers underneath the football field. Do you guys remember Alan Robinson? Yeah. Justin Fields is the only player to ever make Alan Robinson look bad at football. How the fuck do you do that? I'll tell you how. You do not throw the ball in tight windows. You do not give your receivers a chance to make plays on the ball. I remember a quarterback who Alan Robinson had. Alan Robinson. Alan, okay, I'm going to finish up. Alan Robinson, you guys, thrived with Blake Bortles. Okay? With Blake Bortles. Alan Robinson isn't even a factor in this offense. The reason why he's not a factor is he's not getting the ball thrown his way. The problem hey, with Justin Bortles is I can see right now. Pause, pause that real quick. I see what could be train calling from work, but I'm not totally sure. So train, if it's you calling from work, hit number one, and I'll know it's you. So it is train calling from work. All right. Hold on. Let me bring him in. <laughs> Yo, man, time. fuck your bone of front. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You need to start watching. See, I thought I was going to be able to just sit here at work, do what I needed to do. And, not, and just just listen to the show and just like keep up with what's going on. But your punk ass, you bring that bullshit. Talk. Are you watching the game? Like for real? Yeah. Like no, you're not. Case, you can't be. He's a rookie quarterback. What you mean, bona front? Like, he, he didn't even get a chance to do. He didn't even get a chance to, to roll with the ones in training camp. You ain't reading I up on nothing. You just coming. Right the first time I mentioned my oh, bears my not being on your front or your five, <laughs> you want to bring them on your front? And you want to take our French, our future franchise quarterback to do it? Man, you foul. You are, you, you are absolutely foul. I can't believe you put that on TMV for our people to listen to. I did. You, you might as well be on first take. Because we ain't watching oh, that shit no more. Shit. Oh, shit. God. You know, I you, you might as well be oh, on shit. Good Morning Football because they don't know what the fuck they talking oh, about either. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, you did not put a rookie quarterback five games in 
as a starter. On bona front, when the when the head coach doesn't even you want to bona front somebody? Why don't you bona front Matt Nagy? Who've been our head coach for four years bro, and our he, offense he, is not, still trash. That's not that's not edgy. Matt Nagy, that's not that doesn't move the needle. Everyone knows Matt Nagy. We talked Wait, about him earlier on the show. Bonafront doesn't need to be okay, it can be edgy, bro. but let's not be incorrect. Uh, I need to get a finish uh, my damn take. Let, let's let's not be incorrect. Yo, I didn't finish, I, I'm I didn't listening to the sound. You just listen to your voice, and you don't have anything. You don't have anything to hold you up with your bona front. Bro, he's the only – okay. Okay. So Justin Fields, he's at a 14% clip, right? And he's the only quarterback over 10%. You want to get into this? Okay. So since he's taken over week three, he's the only quarterback with only one game over 20 yards passing. He has made Allen Robinson – Look, um, average at best. He how many games have you watched? He's knocking the ball out to his hot. Because right, you sound like a stat guy right now. So how many games have you watched? I, bro, I watched the goddamn game. It was on fucking. No, you watched TV the one game. Bears. It was gone. I asked you how many games with an S. That's plural. Not the only one that gets nationally televised. How many games watched, have you watched? I watched. So far, I watched three. I watched the Cleveland. I watched last week versus Green Bay. Uh, and I watched this past game this past Sunday. So you watched the three right, games. Hold on. Hold, you watched hold on. the three games let against me, let me the toughest pass rush the and the toughest not, teams that we go with. Got let, you. Let okay. Fin- so you watched those three. Go ahead. Finish up the parameter. Mm-hmm. Let me finish up the parameter of the bone front first before you keep going wild on it. All right. The parameters of the bone front is that it's not Matt Nagy alone being the problem. The man is that Justin Fields is not playing well, man. Like this. Put like this, there have been bad offensive lines that rookie quarterbacks have played under, right? We saw it last year with Justin Hurt. We've seen Andrew Luck thrive. Probably even Big Ben is first year to bad offensive line. We've seen quarterbacks play well, but the problem is he isn't right now playing at a competent level. You can't put this all, and I heard it originally, on Matt Nagy's feet. Yes, you Matt can. Matt Nagy, we know he sucks. We know Matt okay. Nagy sucks. Okay, I'm going to let you finish. But, let, let, me, let me know when I can get into the double dutch so I don't get smacked with the rope. Go ahead. <laughs> we know Matt Nagy is bad. You cannot put it all on Matt Nagy this rookie season for Justin Fields. Like, okay, this is, all right. This man is eating sacks at a clip that no one else is, is taking, right? And it's not okay. the offensive line. Some of this is on him just, just eating sacks, right? All right, and all right. Moreover, moreover, he's, he's refusing to throw the ball in tight windows to Allen Robinson, which is where Allen Robinson thrives. Like, Allen Robinson, all right. cool. Allen Robinson was playing well, by the way, with Andy Jones mm-hmm. prior to this, to this benching. But the problem mm-hmm. is, He's looking gun shy. He's looking at a guy that he was looking like a player that needs to see the window wide open before he throws the ball, like see the receiver okay. open, like he had at Ohio State. Gotcha. That is what I'm seeing. And in terms of what's bona front is that he's going to have success this rookie season. I'm not seeing success this rookie season with his coaching staff with the way he's playing uh, at all for the rest of the year. All it's right. A referendum it, 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 on no, this. No, I, don't, I don't want to interrupt. It's a referendum it's on this. It's it, hold on. It's a referendum that I think he's going to be a bona front player for the rest of. 2021. Oh my God! No, you didn't just eat that last sentence out. You can you can eat that sentence because I'm about to make you eat that muscle. You got some ketchup, mustard, all that shit, mm. barbecue sauce, buffalo sauce. I, I'm you looking, about to, you I'm about to eat all that shit. Matter of fact, put your napkin, put your napkin inside your shirt. You know what I'm saying? All right. Make sure you got your high mm-hmm. chair because you gonna need a high chair for this one. Okay. Mm-hmm. First of all, let, let's take every let's take every point you look. You said, oh, it's not Nagy. Nagy has been our head coach. No. For fucking, no hold no, on. No, hold no. on. I let you talk. Did, did I not, I said, I not let him talk? 
Yeah, you did. He, he, he did let you talk. He, he did let you talk. T, I let him talk. He won't let me talk, T. I can't stay long. Now I'm at work now, man. I got, I got, hey, I got to make money. Go ahead, but bro. I heard this. Go ahead, bro. So I got to get on. <laughs> can I, can I go? Yeah, go Go. All right. All right. T, I would like to borrow Coaching Matters from you. Can I borrow that? I'm going to give you back. You, but let me borrow that. Okay. Let's start with Matt Nagy. You say, oh, it's not Matt Nagy's fault. He's been the fucking Bears coach for four years. He was brought in for one reason, K-Star, one reason. That was to fix our fucking offense. In four years, after four quarterbacks, with Justin Fields supposedly being the best of the four, we're still at the bottom of the league. Not coaching, huh? All right, that's 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 point number one. Oh, and let me reiterate why he was brought in only for the offense because they kept Vic Fangio. Pace's first job, first thing he did before hire before letting Nagy pick his staff was begging Vic Fangio not to go. They wanted to keep the defense. They wanted him to fix the. He's had four years. We are still. The worst offense in the fucking league after four years. And you say it's not, coaching. Second, offensive line. Offensive line. Okay. Great. Yes, offensive line is trash. Who the fuck puts a seventh-round draft pick who isn't even developed to play right tackle, who was the reason for both strip sacks by Pierre Paul, that coaching staff did it. And then they put in Alex Bars, it doesn't happen again. What the fuck? Wow. Offensive line again. What do teams do when they play against rookies? What's the one thing defensive coordinators do against rookies because it's the most successful tactic when you go and make this a rookie quarterback? Oh, no worry. I'll answer it for you because you're on the hot chair. Blitz. They blitzed him. Oh, hold on, you still in the hot chair. You can't talk. You still in the hot chair. They blitz. <laughs> they blitz rookie quarterbacks. So if you know that you're playing a team that has a leaky offensive line, we had a dude go out for COVID game time. Then the, like uh, hours before the game, he's our current starting right tackle is out. So now they slide in this seven round pick. So what do you do? You blitz the rookie. Now, if you want to say, man, he's not getting the ball to Allen Robinson, Allen Robinson said today, which all those who follow the Bears closely, the fans have been saying this since training camp. Justin Fields isn't getting any reps with the ones. Why isn't the rookie getting any reps with the ones? Allen Robinson, let me put you in on a little secret stat. Just because I'm a Bears fan, I read up on these, on these bullshit stats. Allen Robinson was leading the league probably a couple years ago in contested catches, which, mm-hmm. which either means, one, he can't really get separation, but it also means that he's probably able to shield off the guy and catch the ball, which means he doesn't need to be open to throw the ball. If you yeah. have no rhythm with the guy – because your dumbass head coach decided to give Andy Dalton all the fucking snaps with the ones, knowing this rookie is the future? 
then how the fuck do you expect him to get any chemistry to know that, oh, Allen Robinson just made that cut, that step. I can throw him the ball. Bone of front shit that you're putting out there makes no sense without facts and understanding that this coaching staff has not done any justice for Justin Fields. Hey, 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 Trent. Um, first of all, thanks for finding a few minutes to join us. The show's definitely not the same without you, so it's good to have you back. I, I, had, a, I had a take earlier that got mixed reviews from the guys, and I'm curious your thoughts on it. I said, I can fix the Bears. Me, Commissioner T, the omniscient one, can fix the Bears. With one hire, I can fix the Bears. And I said, get rid of Mac Nagy and hire Jason Garrett as your head coach. Jason Garrett, who sat behind Hall of Famer Troy Aikman for a number of years. Jason Garrett, who helped develop Tony Romo. Did we like how Tony Romo came out? I think we did. Jason Garrett, who helped develop Dak Prescott. Do we like how Dak Prescott's playing? I think we did. Jason Garrett, who has head coaching experience, which I think is important when you go into a franchise like in Chicago, because we've seen what happens when you bring in people without head coaching experience. Oh, my God. I'd say bring in – now, my brother said the enemy over in Kansas City, and I can't argue that. I cannot argue the enemy as another guy to come in that could do, that could do wonders with Justin Fields. Can't argue that. But I think Jason Garrett is your man. That's what I think. Just saying. I'll, I'll I'll say this point, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hand I'm gonna hand him back so he can get he can get off the hatch and finish his bona fide part. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, <laughs> I I actually like the idea of Jason Garrett for simply put, it's a it's a guy that has had head coaching experience. Eric the enemy, I get it, but at the end of the day. Man, I'm not looking for the next dude who can run an offense. Right. I, I, I don't. I don't want that. I want a fucking head coach who understands that when he gets the head coaching job, you are to coach the whole team, right. not just the offense. Nagy came in so fixated on offense that all he wanted to do was call plays. It's like he playing Madden. <laughs> what the fuck are you ain't playing Madden? These is lives out here. These motherfuckers are trying to win games. You over there with a play sheet. Like, damn, that play didn't work. Shit, let's run this play. This one might work. That's what we do on Madden. Okay. So I am. I, I, I actually like the idea of, of, of Jason Garrett. You know, I just, I want some coach. I want a coach that actually gives a, that, you know, that cares about coaching the team, somebody around that, that Mike Tomlin feel to it. Like, no nonsense. Like, you know, answer questions straight up. And I try to sell the media as if they don't know the, they don't know the answer. They're just asking you so that confirm what they already know. But yet you still give them an answer like, well, you know, it's not, you know. You're just going to lie to motherfuckers like we don't already know. Hey, how long has this guy said injured? You know, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. Wait, you're the head coach, so you don't know, you don't know when you're getting your player back. Oh, that's pretty awesome. You lying, son of a bitch. <laughs> yes, you do. I think some of that though is for the other team to try to okey doke the other You can, you can have a little bit of it up there. I, 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 I yeah. get that, but god dang, man, how much? I mean, even, <laughs> even Belichick, even Belichick is kind of, you know, 
you know, well, we're going to evaluate them, and you know, we'll see. I, I, I think some of that is fitted to you, but I, but I hear what you're saying. And 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 I think the reason that I picked Garrett over the enemy was the fact that he was a head coach and I, he was going to a Chicago, yeah. such a a you know huge franchise with such a history. I mean, Garrett's coming from the the Cowboys. I mean, a huge franchise with a huge history. And so the job wouldn't be too big for him, you know, because he coached in Dallas for 10 years as head coach. And he does understand offense and and quarterbacks. And I do think Justin Fields needs the right, not just anybody, because we see what happens when you just put anybody there. But he needs the right guy that the the franchise can say, we are investing in this guy. This guy coached over in Dallas for 10 years. He coached Tony Romo. How do you play? He coached Jack Prescott. How did he play? How is he still playing? Now he's going to exactly. be their head coach. Oh, and he happens, and he's a head coach. So he's bringing total understanding of running a franchise from a head coaching position experience, which you guys desperately need because you haven't had that since Lovey Smith. Just saying. Just saying. Exactly. So, and, and, so just so I can you know, wrap this up, listen, yeah. I do not agree with your boner front simply because – the dude is a rookie. The coaching staff is bad. And you might not know how bad it is, but those who are Bears fans understand how bad our coaching staff is just as a whole. Yeah, some of them, you know, we got Sean Desai. He, he, he follows the Vic Fangio method, so our defense looks better than it did under, under, under the guy. Oh, I can't even get his name right now. Pagano? Uh, Pagano, yeah. It looks better than it did on under Pagano. But honestly, man, the dude the dude is a rookie. The offensive line is bad. But I've watched every game with Justin Fields. Now, does he make rookie mistakes? Well, shit. That's why he's a rookie. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But to be bona front, the dude plays with confidence no matter what. No matter how bad the game or how good the game going, did the kid like plays with confidence. Stuff? Huh? Did you uh, did you like the sideline body language during the game? I'm just curious. I saw I watched sideline body language. I mean, but I also listened to what's my man on NFL uh, NFL Network. I'm on Sirius XM. God, this is too many more. Is it Gil Brandt that I hear in the morning? Yeah, Gil Is he the Gil Brandt or is he the um, one of them said something and it was so profound it made sense to me. He's all on the sideline. Yeah, he looks like that. Mind you, the game is pretty much fucking out of control. But tell me why nobody is over there with him. Not the, oh! not the quarterback's oh! coach. Oh! Not the not, – well, the OC is in the booth, so the OC can't be there. But the quarterback oh, coach is nowhere. Right. there. Not, oh! not, the, not Andy Dalton. Not, not Nick Foles. Like, all those who have coach. been through what he's nobody. going through, mm. nobody is over there. I just want to say, Train, I made that point earlier that he's sitting on the sideline and he did look dejected and nobody was paying him any attention. And why isn't Matt Nagy over there as the head coach? If nobody right. else wanted to go, then, then the head coach should have been over there picking him up. Like, that's where you need to clapper Jason Garrett over there saying, hey, man, we got a lot of football to play, bro. Come on, yeah. now, let's go. I don't want to necessarily call Matt Nagy cynical, but please understand. This motherfucker wants to show that his what his his decision 
to start Dalton was the right decision. Mm. He gets no fucks how this dude fails. I'm I'm telling you, dude. It was Monday. He said, Dalton is my starter when he returns. Wednesday, Justin Fields is our starting quarterback from this day going forward. How the fuck do you think that happens? Mm-hmm. It came from up top, man. Uh, and he has put no effort into making sure this kid is successful. None. You can't call him bona front off that, dog. Can't do it right I'm, I'm talking about bona front for the rest of the year, not his career. I didn't really get to finish the point. You can't, you, you can't call you cannot, <laughs> you cannot put this kid on bona front. Because of that. You're better off, K-Star, saying the organization as a whole would be more acceptable than having it placed. Well, we already went at the organization earlier. So, Train didn't hear that. We, so, uh, I agree, Matt Nagy's a problem. We, I went through that earlier. I thought even Kellen Moore would make sense as a hire for the Bears. So, it's not, I never said that Matt Nagy is not a problem. We all know that's a problem. I was saying that as far as life is a problem, I mean, Justin Fields also hasn't played well. we got to hold a player accountable at some point, too. Um, especially from what I've seen, just, you know, with Allen Robinson, we're talking about him. Like, he needs to – he doesn't – he's not a player that just flashes open. Like, he does need to get the ball in tight windows. Like, that's the reason why those tied up or tight window catches that, or contested And catches, what you're saying is correct, but Allen Robinson said it in his own press conference. I didn't get any reps with him during, during the training camp. We haven't, we haven't had an opportunity to get a lot of reps in. When but the season starts, that, man, man – Do you think – do you think that Justin Fields and Allen Robinson have a better connection the rest of the year then, or, or down the stretch then? Is that? I think it will develop now that he's now that he's the starter. But look at all that time that was wasted, bro. All the time that was wasted. The only thing I'll say to that, and I agree that's bad coaching, is that last year, I want to keep in mind, though, last year there weren't any, only any fucking OTAs, right? The training camp was limited last year because of COVID. And we did see rookie quarterbacks play, play well in the season, right? And so while I agree, practice reps matter, so do game reps. But to Train's point, let's, let's be clear. We roasted Mitch Trubisky, who played oh, yeah. under Matt Nagy. And now we're starting to think, was it all Trubisky? Because now this guy comes in, and as I said earlier, Train, that you weren't listening, we all said, all four of us said, why are they giving Justin Fields, I mean, um, Trevor Lawrence, all of his credit and overlooking Justin Fields? Like, holy cow, this kid's upside is unlimited. We all said this before he was drafted, okay? And, and now he comes in, and we know what went on, and it was holes and this, that, and the other, and you know, we know the whole story there. And then, obviously, the word came down starting, and now he's the starting quarterback. But he has not been given the opportunity to be successful. And we all identified him as having an upside. And now all of a sudden he's floundering. And we can't look at any quarterback that has played under Nagy that has been successful. We can't Thank point you. to one. We cannot. Thank you. But Train, just so you know, Train, so you know, so you know, Train, I also, earlier, we all were, were in agreement that there needs to be new coaching staff that Matt Nagy is a dumpster fire. Just so you know, I'm not defending Matt Yeah, we did say that. We did. We did. We did. That context was missed earlier. That's where your bona front should have been. Because yeah. I think, can you just mention Trubisky no, I don't and think, how we got 
last year. But remember also at the same breath last year, we all we all began to wonder, not just Trubisky, but realizing that he wasn't being utilized to his strength. And that, exactly. that's mm-hmm. really become the core. That's the core issue. And that starts with the organizational issue, and that starts with the head coach. So that's why, K-Star, I said earlier, if you had placed your bona front on the organization as a whole, you wouldn't have had uh, yeah. a, a, a train. I'd have still been at work. I've still been I've still been typing on down the computer right now. <laughs> I wouldn't even I wouldn't even bother to call. You know what, hold on, train, train. Do you agree though? Hold on, train. Do you agree though that he needs to play better? I mean, it, we all agree the play calling it sucks. We all agree that the circumstances of the organizationally sucks. But like talented players still throw. Not some. I mean, we do need to see some of that upside from Justin Fields. Do you agree with that? Like he needs to play better as well. Like we need to see more. Do Don't you want to see more out of him? I absolutely agree that Justin Fields needs to play better. And it's funny that you ask me this because I'm uh, I have a I'm on 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 the way to work this morning having debate having debate with with my cousin. We're both Bears fan and, and he's saying it's a combination of things. And I'm saying while I agree that it's a combination of any of, of things, it's been four years under this coaching staff, under this head coach. And that combo now leads to him. Whatever the combination of things is, it still leads it still leads to Magnaggy. I think the preparation, right. the preparation for Poison Fields well. is not leaning towards his strength. Here's, let me, here's a prime example. I'm going to give you best example for me of a head coach who played to his player's strength but still knew he needed to get better at the position. Sean fucking McVay. He used golf the best he could. Oh, yeah. But for him, I mean – no one had any questions when golf when when the when the when the, when the Chiefs played the Rams and 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 golf was throwing all them all of them got all them freaking yards. But two weeks later, when they saw him play against a Bears defense that shut him down, oh shit! Everybody's like, oh shit! If you start to run, golf's in trouble. Henceforth, you start to see you start to see teams play golf a lot, play play golf a lot better. They played against him a lot, but it made things a lot tougher for him. McVay knew this. But McVay geared his offense to make sure he could get the best out of golf. But he yeah. it was it was limited. And to your but point, he never did point, that for Mitch. We saw. I, we I ain't saw saying Mitch Jeff was the, it's, it's the man, but Nagy never did that for Mitch. No, not once. Yeah. He didn't want to. So now, yeah. now we finna throw Justin Fields on it, man. No, dog, no, ah, no, 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 no. My boy's not going front. But, 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 but. But it is a fair, it is a fair point. While he's not bona fide, bona fide, that that's crazy. But we do. I mean, I I did watch the game, and I was disappointed and thought he could. There were decisions he made that at this at this point, even without having. I mean, just being a guy that played at the level that we saw in college, I was a bit surprised that some of those decisions. I'm like, really? So he does need to. And whether it's more film study, whether it's more reps, whatever it may be, I do think we need to see more from him. But we could say that probably about twenty quarterbacks in the NFL. I mean, you know, he's not, he's not, he's not alone. You know, I'm, the, and the, I won't, the, yeah, I won't disagree. We should see more. I definitely, I definitely agree with that because there, are, there are times where I'm like, Justin, take the five yard pass. Justin, take exactly. the dump off to the running back. Yeah, take it, yeah, take it. Right. Keep the drive right. alive. You got to take that. Right. He has to throw downfield a lot. Yeah, he, and a lot he does. of that comes I mean, from reps, but some of that comes from film study too, and knowing 
that this is what the defense is going to give you. Yeah. 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 So, but still, not not not. So, K Star, after all of that, I, I know, I know, it, I know it hurts, and I know you want Train to to, to take it out now because he shoved it in really good. But um, <laughs> what is what is your bonus? What is your bona fide? I'm almost afraid to ask, but what was your bona fide? <laughs> no, my bona fide, my bona fide is this a conversation, the combination. The, bo- the bona fide combination is actually a two for one, which is um, Carson Wentz to Michael Pittman, both players for the Colts, who are my my dark horse to win the AFC South, playing spectacular football. Michael Pittman uh, Jr., by the way, I, don't know. I didn't know this until recently. I- I'm not sure how I didn't know this. But I didn't realize his father was the uh, Michael Pittman that played in the NFL prior. I didn't know that he that he had that lineage, which is awesome. He was a pretty good player. Um, but Michael Pittman is averaging seven. 75 yards per game. He is in the second year. He's having a second-year breakout. This is a guy, by the way, if anyone is advanced, you go trade for him. He is a monster. He's a downfield threat. And he's, again, on pace for 1,300 yards, whereas Carson Wentz is on a resurrection tour. Uh, the reason why I was high on the Colts leaving last week was they should have beat Baltimore. They had a special teams gap at the end. It wasn't a reflection of the offense. He had over 400 yards in that game. Um, he's the uh, only quarterback since Peyton Manning. Have five straight to uh, five straight games with multiple touchdown passes, no interceptions, and um, he's leading the league in downfield passing this season. Carson Wentz is, and a big part of it is because of the guy on receiving end is Michael Pittman, who is an absolute beast. So those two are bona fide, and those two, Jonathan Taylor, who leads the introduction, are the reason why I think the Colts are going to win the AFC South. You're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's bona fide. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah, Carson Wentz. I mean, can, 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 can he play a whole season? I mean, really, Carson Wentz? No, that's not. We can't. That's not how bona fide works. Can you just wait uh, for to do a bona fide? That, when you pick someone that keeps getting hurt and can't finish a whole season, and after okay, seven it, games, no. you want to say bona fide? Okay, Pittman yeah, is a rookie or a second year, whatever. Because of that connection. <laughs> Yes, I'm going to be right on this. And first of all, how dare you? Man. Second of all, he's playing how good football. And third of all, Michael Pittman is fucking awesome. I, I'm, not, I'm not arguing that Michael Pittman uses the combination. And I'm saying anybody that wants to hang their hat on Carson Wentz with his history over the last three years, yeah. yeah right. It's a little early to do that. It's, it's a little early. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, that was funny as hell. Boy, about perfect timing. Too stupid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, man, that was an underrated connection. They're hitting on all cylinders. They're playing really well. Yeah. Okay. I think it's legit. All right. Okay. You, 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 can, you can take that. You, you're still riding off of your Patrick Holmes bona fide prediction from a few years ago. You're still riding yeah. off that's about all you got. All right, that's what I That's about it. So I, I would say this. I thought I always thought your bona fide and your bona front was, you know, of some. It, when we looked at either one, it was someone either that was pumped up that is not panning out to say to to who the the people around the league thought they were. Some mm-hmm. someone who um, had been, like, 
a hidden gem, no one, someone people aren't really paying attention to, Dark Horse, and they'd be like, holy right. crap, this dude is truly, yeah, Carson, truly good. Both meet the criteria this week. Because really? the, the only thing you hear about is Matt Nagy. You don't hear, you don't hear Justin Fields being held accountable. And the Colts have, no Colts doesn't even get any fucking pub. Everyone, I mean, you just heard it from Pete. The people who have been down on Carson Wentz, people haven't even, most of them know Michael Pittman is. He's a people bury this man. No, 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 no. People bury this man. He got he traded for pennies on the dollar. Yeah, okay, that's fine. But I'm saying in Indianapolis with Frank Reich, he absolutely is bona fide. Frank Reich is the same coordinator where he only stands near one MVP that season. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. He played for the Eagles. I'm fairly certain I watched him play far more than you did. Every single criticism he got was because the expectation was high. That's why. And so when not, you're now and saying, well now. He, and now you're saying he's going to meet that expectation, and all I'm saying is, well, he should meet it, but can we get through the whole season? Because he keeps getting hurt. I never said he didn't have the talent. That's what I, I – yes, he's had the talent, but he hasn't lived up to it largely because – it keeps getting fucking hurt. I mean, if you're talking about rookie quarterbacks, dude, Zach Wilson has looked worse than Justin Fields. Yeah. I, no, just, that's just I, don't, I don't really – Get ready for Joe Flacco. <laughs> right. I don't yeah, really he's injured. get it. He's injured a couple weeks. I mean, he's injured, but he has looked worse. Like, for for someone fair, that was did, taken they did beat, second. They did, beat, they, did, they did beat the Tennessee Titans a few weeks ago. And he, did he, he was taken oh, second. But, but oh, that bro. organization is as much of an abomination as what we were talking about with Chicago and Nagy and everything that they've done. If you want to talk about Lurkin horrible so far, they had Flacco as a backup and let him go and never had anybody in the quarterback room that had some serious yep. experience. Flacco no veterans. He could have helped him. He could have um, helped him, but that's the organizational issue. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, yeah. and I don't, I don't disagree with that. I'm just saying, if you're looking at, I mean, you just look around at the rookie quarterbacks. Their struggle, like their struggles, is hey, not look, purely for, based I mean, on their talent. Yeah, but, I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, but all, like I said, all their struggles are not merely just based on their talent. It's not like Justin Fields was drafted number one overall and looks like fucking Tim Couch. (laughs) Like, that's, to me, that would be more of a boner front than somebody who we know the organization, the head coach himself, has not even attempted to make life easier for this guy whatsoever. Wasn't trying to. You know, and this is Mm. why someone like Dak Prescott gets a huge contract. Because listen, listen to... All the teams we're talking about with quarterback issues. I mean, Sam Darnold, who was just traded, was benched. <laughs> he was benched. Like his first year in Carolina, and he was benched because they lost to the Giants, who, mm-hmm. you know, aren't exactly lighting it up this year. Like, you know, if, if anybody listening and your team had, you know, if you're a Green Bay fan or a Tampa fan or, you know, Dallas fan or and you know who your quarterback is going to be for the next five years, man, go have a drink because you're in the minority because there is a lot of challenges out there. And in all honesty, it's not 
and I think this is what Trang was trying to say earlier, it's not always these quarterbacks' fault. When we're seeing all of this struggle around the NFL with some of these rookie you know, quarterbacks, it's not all their fault. Sometimes they're just in the system or, or the coach or the offensive coordinator or quarterback coach just isn't doing their job. That's really the bottom line because we've seen rookies come in and play well. We've seen first and second year quarterbacks come in and do well. And so, you know, these guys come in, they're high traffic, they should be given. I mean, the fact that, not to get back to Justin Fields, but to get back to Justin Fields, the fact that you, you, you move up to draft this guy, you bring him in, and he gets no reps, no first-team reps. Like, are you kidding me? Like, you got to give him, you got to give him something to start. Just start. Hey, this is a long process. You know, hey, Dalton's our Dalton's our guy, but hey, we know who the future is. So hey, we're gonna throw him in every now and then and just start to get, just start to get him acclimated. And you didn't do that, man. That's, that's coaching. That's coaching negligence, man. To that's to his finest. Oh, fucking coaching, coaching negligence. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. Um, I don't train. You gotta go, or are you gonna stay, or uh, you know, I know you're working. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a gonna get back to work, man. So I don't end okay. up here all night long, man. It's a I understand, week. brother. But well, uh, we appreciate I just, you I would, uh, coming in. You know. Yeah, hey, man. I would, I'm, I'm just not happy. Man. I'm just happy. I brought you guys. I want everyone to thank me for bringing yeah, yeah. Train in on the show. Yeah, this is how we did it. And Train, that's the second time you've done that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's the second time I've sat at work and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna listen in from work. I can still listen in while I'm typing and stuff and doing shit. And I heard some shit you said. Fuck, I had to pick up the phone. I'm just glad that you you didn't listen in the beginning because wait till you hear the shit that I said. Um, you know, which you'll give me next week. I'm just saying. Woo! So, oh man, dude, right, knock it out. Go. The pick six are sent. Get him in when you okay. when y'all have a chance before Thursday, and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll we'll 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 continue this again next week, man. So, we will, and this is a perfect lead up to the Monday night game, the Steelers and the Bears, a couple weeks from now. We gonna bust y'all ass, man. No, only y'all wouldn't talk trash <laughs> for a game, but man, fuck that. You done brought it out, bro. Uh, we gonna bust y'all ass. You gotta be glad Dave Montgomery, but you gonna have to contend with Khalil Herbert. Did you see him? Why the fuck you ain't put him on bona fide? You're right. Yo, you're right. Ain't shit, and, and, dog. Alex, you don't do, no, be, no, you no, be looking out for me, man. You don't be looking out for me, dog. He yeah, had a hundred. He had over a hundred yards Herbert, on the best yeah, the run defense player. in the league, and this brother yeah, didn't make your bona fide. Years. The only player the last two years um, to do that versus the Buccaneers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm watching him, yeah. and he didn't even make your. But he watched the game, though, so, Key. I'm Look at brother Jay, he watched the game. I'm content- yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, he watched the game. Michael Pittman connection throughout the year. Hold on, hold on. I am continuing the correlation and the, the reasoning for why I'm, I'm banging the drum for the AFC South Dark Horse, the Colts. It had more to do with that. I absolutely am impressed by Kluver. He's a really good young player. Sorry, okay. we'll, we'll get one in there. We'll get one in there. Yeah, we'll see. All right, Train, thanks for – All right, Phil. Bro, we'll catch you next Tuesday. All right, man. All right. Peace. 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 All right, uh, JB, Peace. you're up. Biggest up, biggest up. Do your thing, bro. <laughs> yes, sir. Big Dub, Big L brought to you by yours truly, JB. Week seven in the books. This one's going to be really easy. Uh, Big Dub bangles over the Ravens, 41 to 17. Complete and utter domination. And I was watching it again. Right. What'd you say? 
I agree with you, thousand percent. Yeah, that was a no-brainer. Um, the Big L is actually in the same game. The <laughs> Ravens losing to the Bengals <laughs> in the fashion that they lost. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it was just. It wasn't even. It wasn't even close. I mean, they, they, yeah. they literally handled it in their own uh, ballpark. Now, I will give an honorable mention, and we talked about it earlier. Chiefs losing to the Titans 27-3. to But it's not yeah. just the fact that the Chiefs lost. Yeah. It was the way they lost. They scored yeah. no points at all in the first yeah. half. That was the first time in forever. First. And, yeah. 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 And Patrick Mahomes looked like Justin Fields. But anyway, guys, I'm sorry. You look like Justin Fields? What I didn't say anything. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, uh, <laughs> shit. No, okay. Yeah, that was me. All right. Yeah. <laughs> So, so they they have to get an honorable mention. Uh, Chiefs have a lot of work to do. They, like I said earlier, they don't look like the same team at all. A lot of it has to do with the offensive line, the defensive line. When your offense is playing well, it doesn't cover up the stench of the defense, and it just makes everything go pretty much hell in a handbasket. So, had to have them as an honorable mention. Not surprised that they lost. If it was twenty-seven seventeen, twenty-seven twenty, that would be fine. But the lose twenty seven to three and it wasn't even as close as the score indicated. It was over yeah. at halftime. At yeah. halftime. Yeah. And I'm sure each of one of us was expecting something to happen in the second half. You make halftime adjustments, you come out yeah. and start getting some never happened. Never happened. So Chiefs yeah. lost to the Titans to get an honorable mention. Yep, yeah. yep, yeah. okay. No issue for me. I couldn't say it better. Perfect. All right. Power rankings. Um uh, again, for the second week in a row, we all had the same five teams. Um, interestingly enough, all of the either undefeated, which is only Arizona, or one-loss teams are all in the NFC. So even though a team like Cincinnati yeah. or Buffalo or, or even still the Ravens at this point, um, you know, were considered to be, you know, the class of the AFC, if you will, they're all two losses. And so we all agreed that you know, it's hard to take a two-loss team and, and trump any of these teams. It's, if you add mm-hmm. one, who do you take out? You take out the Rams. Well, no. You take out the Packers. No. Hell no. You take out the Bucks. Hell no. I mean, they were the first team to go six and one of all the one-loss teams. You take out the Cowboys. Yeah. They didn't play, but mm-hmm. no. And certainly can't take out the, the Cardinals. So, you know, and that's, and that's what you have to look at. And, that, and that's, you know, just on a similar note, I, I love when people make comments like, is he a top five this or a top five that? And my whole response is, if you're going to say that this quarterback is a top five quarterback, then please list the other four. Because you just took someone else out. You know, when we talked about the four horsemen for so long, yeah. and, you know, there were other quarterbacks playing well, but it always came back to who would we take out? And there's no one to take out. You know? It, 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 so, so We only had to take out – we only took out Peyton when he retired, so. When he retired because he was no longer in the game. You know? yeah. Now, if he played yeah. one more year, we probably would have taken him out because he sucked. But he was smart enough to be like, yeah, yeah. I'm done. <laughs> I'm out of here. You know? yeah. um, so, anyway, so we had all the, the same teams. We did not have them in the same order. And I, I kind of missed Dr. Train's laugh with what I'm about to say. But, um, hey, look, you know, I don't think a team loses their position because they're on a bye week, right? And even though I know on first take, Stephen A. dropped the Cowboys one spot, because they were on a bye week, so he dropped them from two to three. I did not, because they didn't lose, they didn't win, so why would I drop them? So, you know, until they lose a game, um, as long as they stay 
with one loss, they're going to stay the best team, in my opinion. And it's a complete and utter homer pick. And I acknowledge that, but I can do that. So anyway, um, <laughs> so our top five goes from number five, the Green Bay Packers. Number four, the Los Angeles Rams. Number three, and this was close when I counted up the points, but number three was the Tampa Bay Bucks. And edging out the bus at number two was the Dallas Cowboys, but it was literally uh, one point difference. So, 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 <laughs> had I had I dropped the Cowboys, then they would not be number two in our overall rankings. <laughs> but they are, and and frankly, I'm still okay with it. I still think um, if they played the Bucks right now, they would beat them. I still believe that. So they played earlier this year, but okay. They, well, it's the first game of the season, and it was in Tampa Bay, and it also one they they got. I mean, you know. Uh, yeah, it was a great yeah, game. I know. I so, remember. So, I'm just, so, it's so which, team, which team since week one has impressed you more? And I would say, frankly, the team that hasn't lost the game since week one, and that would be the Dallas Cowboys. So, um, and the number one is the undefeated Arizona Cardinals, which has a test this Thursday yeah. night um, with Green Bay coming to town, although it is unlikely that Devontae Adams is going to play, um, which is going to oh. hurt. You know, and, and you know, for for as a football fan, you like don't want that. You want them to go in fully loaded, and let's see what Arizona. This is the game I've been waiting for, because I am not one to. to I have not drank in the Arizona Kool Aid just yet. I just haven't. So this is this is the game I wanted to see, to show me. Okay, you know, let's see what you guys do against someone like an Aaron Rodgers. Um, but you know, Aaron, he's not going to go in with his full complement of players. Love it. Love to see it. 
And, uh, yeah, just looking forward to another great NFL Sunday. This pick six is awesome, and uh, should be a great NFL slate. All right. Thank you. Uh, JP, final thoughts. And final thoughts, real simple. So tomorrow we'll mark two-year anniversary of being married. Uh, so happy anniversary. Hey! Two years? One year. Two years. Two years. Two years, okay. Yep. Okay. Two years. So, and so then, I said happy anniversary. I'll probably do it on Facebook, too, but. Make sure you tell her I said that. We'll do. We'll do. Appreciate it. Um, this is our last show for October, so hopefully, uh, ladies, got your mammograms done, self-checks, what have you. Uh, like I said earlier in the in the month, uh, one of our beloved cousins has been stricken. She's going to be having surgery in a couple of weeks, so um, definitely going to have a, a shout-out for her. Uh, love you, and you know that you've got the support of millions and millions, so everything's going to be fine. Lastly, to echo K-Star's uh, sentiments, it's going to be a great week of, uh, of football. Last weekend in October, uh, it's already flying by, and I know, T, you're probably going to elaborate on it some more. So continue to enjoy it and um, look forward to the picks and next week's discussion. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, I say it almost every week, but we're going into week eight. We're almost at the halfway point. Um, yeah, I guess technically it would be between eight and nine, but – you know, with the buys and stuff, but we're, we're fastly approaching halfway. Halloween is here. I, I did say we're going to blink and Halloween's going to be here. It's here. Blink again. It's going to be Thanksgiving. My Thanksgiving is not going to be what I planned because my brother will not be joining us for Thanksgiving, so there'll be no uh, live Madden voice, but we will do something special that week nonetheless. We will try to figure out something. Um, maybe that would be a good week to do a live stream, me and, me and JP. Think about that. I'll get in touch with you on that, JP. We're going to have to do something yes, sir. special. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, I love this football season. I love the unpredictability of it. I love, you know, um, the Chiefs that's been a, a powerhouse. And I, I really love the Michael Irving story about Dion coming into the locker room. And it was 96. I think it was 1996. And Dion came into the locker room and said, damn, they had lost. And, you know, got to get back on our mojo or something. Michael looked at him and said, it's over. <laughs> you know, and, and the dynasty is over. And um, that's what he said before he said, you know, Kansas City's done. And I, I'm enjoying all the storylines. You know, I'm enjoying, you know, Kansas City looking like, what the heck's going on with Kansas City? And I don't mean I'm enjoying that they're losing, but just the story behind it because it's unexpected. You know, in a team like Cincinnati that's been, you know, in the basement for okay. years, and now, and I know this hurts K-Star, but now look at them, you know. And I said, yeah. look at the Patriots, and now all of a sudden the Patriots are starting. I mean, they, they, I mean, okay, it was the Jets, but damn, okay. Talking about sticking it in too far, I mean, damn. Bill, use a condom next time. I mean, shit, you know. Um, you know, and, and, and you know, <laughs> Brady at 44 playing as good as he's ever played. You know, like I mean, there's, 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 you know, uh, uh, golf and 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 um, uh, um, Stafford in L.A. Stafford in L.A. Yeah, switch and they play each other and you know, shout out to Dan Campbell, right? Like this, this, you want to talk about like Dan Campbell spent some time in Dallas as a tight end, okay? So you know, um, but that was a head coach and you know the things that he said when he took over the team and it was kind of viewed like. Okay, is he, is he going to be all right? Well, shout out to him for throwing caution to the wind and being like, 
knowing how important this game was, and this is the bullshit I was trying to say earlier, knowing how important this game is to his, to his franchise quarterback that they just went and got and saying we're going to do everything we can. And damn it, for a little while that game was in question against a clearly superior team. You know, like, I'm just, I'm, I'm loving it. The Giants can't stand the Giants, but damn, they kicked the shit out of Carolina, who a few weeks ago was 3-0, and up, and now they look like crap. You know what I mean? Like, this is such, the Raiders and their resurgence, as who predicted, your boy, I said, Versace, don't sleep on them, and now they're 2-0 under Versace and looking looking like, like much better without Gruden. Cars playing better, the team, I mean, like, if, if you're a football fan, not just a fan of a team, because we all love our teams, but if it goes deeper than that and you just love football, you've got to love this season. You've got to love this. The NFL has created a system where, okay, we are not going to let COVID stop us. So here is the process. If you test positive, boom, 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 but we're going to keep playing. No more delays, no more moving games, all that bullshit we went through last year. Now it's like, here it is, and I don't care. We're not canceling. We're not doing shit. This is what we're doing. Kudos to the NFL. Your boy's on. Mike Thomas on. But, hey, I love all of the storylines. I love what's going on in the NFL. I just hate that the season is so damn short. I'm glad they gave us at least one more regular season game. Um, but kudos to the NFL, and kudos to the teams, man. They're all playing their damn butts off. So kudos, man. Love this game. You know, they used to have a, a – NBA used to have a, a, a slogan, y'all may remember, I love this game. They need to bring that to the NFL because they're doing a great job of entertaining us this year. So that's all I have to say. Go, go to Dallas, Sunday night, Halloween. Uh, all the kiddies in the neighborhood, fuck y'all. Y'all ain't getting shit. I'm going to watch the game, <laughs> you know. So don't knock on my door because, you, you know, you, you, you might get hurt. Um, but anyway, um, I want to thank DJ Max. I'm only kidding. Anybody out there listening, I'm joking. I'm not going to hurt any little kids. Okay. The joke. Ha, 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 um, I want to thank DJ Max from the Speed to the Max show for coming on and embarrassing himself. Thank you, thank you Max, because the Giants suck. Uh, I want to thank Dr. Train for taking some time out to come on. Um, hey, let's be honest. The show is always better when Dr. Train's on the show. Let's just, let's just call it like it is. I do what I can, JB, K-Star, we hold it down, but Train brings that flair, and, you know, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, literally, I pressed unmute, and he was gone. He was gone. <laughs> it was great. I, I love that. I, I, may have to, I may have to go back and just listen to that all over again, because it was just, it, it was awesome. And, and kudos to K-Star for, like, letting it happen and not trying to, you know, derail it, but actually sat in his high chair like a good little kid and <laughs> let it happen. So, um, kudos. So, anyway, hey, great show, Ed. As gotta, usual. Gotta have the best content possible. Gotta let it let it happen. Gotta let those things flesh out. Yeah. I, I am thinking about and I probably will very soon. I'm gonna start I'm gonna try something. So letting anybody who's listening to do I'm gonna do a uh, I used to do this and I did it every once in a while. It was, you know, have come have lunch with commissioner team and bring a sandwich, okay? Um and it got some pretty good numbers. I, I wanna do that for a straight week. And pick one topic, one current event. You know, it could be Deshaun Watson, right? And what's going on with, with Houston and him. 
It, it could have been, I mean, anything. It could be, it could have been Urban Meyer and that issue. It could have been Mike Tomlin and, you know, his comments. And is there any real, you know, is he just, you know, is it a smoke screen or, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many things that come up during the week that we never get to talk about because we only do one show a week. So we don't get to, we don't get to really get deep into some of these things. You know, we've got Arizona and Green Bay. And, you know, so Thursday, for instance, I could do a show at lunchtime and, and take a deeper dive. So it only will be 30 minutes, just a lunchtime thing, but I'm very close to, to working that out and just doing it. And, of course, you guys, we all, we all work, so you guys are always welcome to call in and be part of it, but I understand that I, my job, you know, I, I've got quite a little more flexibility than you guys got to be able to do that. So that's coming very, very soon. Stay tuned. So, um so on that note, I want to thank again DJ Max. I want to thank Train for calling in. Anybody else who's out there listening, thank you for your support. We appreciate it. And as always, my brothers JB, um, my real brother, and my other brother K Star, we appreciate you guys and your contribution. And uh, hey, you know, <laughs> we got a lot of feuds going on, particularly the feud between uh, Matt Nagy and Justin Fields. That and every other feud will be settled on the field. See you next Tuesday night. Good night, everybody. Bop <laughs> bop